Uh, this is the Bar Brothers podcast. It's a weekly podcast where I am Mike <laughs> and my brother Nick. I like it. I like that you said podcast, dude. That's a cool new one. Did I say Bobcast? Yeah, Bob, Bobcat Bob Goldwain. <laughs> Bobcat Goldwain. <laughs> wow, you know! <laughs> this is the Bard Brothers podcast where Bobcat Goldwain. Uh, Stay silent the whole entire time. Stay in the corner. Hey, Bobcat. Bobcat. It's kind of a thing. It doesn't really is talk. Is it Bobcat Goldfarb? Goldwain. Gold Dwayne? <laughs> Pumpkin Gold Dwayne. <laughs> Honestly, it was, it's one of those things. I never really knew how to say it, so I just kind of threw everything I had at it. Just Pump made it real. Uh, no, it's Gold Dwayne. Gold Dwayne? Dwayne. T-H-W-A-I-T. So this is this is the Bard Brothers podcast. It's a weekly podcast where I said podcast. Podcast. This is. You don't think this is going to be intro? You're a fucking lunatic. I'm going to try one more time. Bodcast. Go for the Bob. The Bob has gold twins. Power hour. I gotta have a mind to rename our shit to the Bobcat Goldwing Power Hour. Well, at least you know the title of this episode. (laughs) Oh, man. I was gonna gonna make some type of intro talking about um, some type of KY midget wrestling with Bobcat Goldwing. (laughs) Goldwing. Wait. I still, I don't know how to say this, bro. <laughs> his, his real name is Robert Francis, by the way. But I, I'd go with Bob. I'd, I'd go, I'd go with Bobcat, Bobcat as well. Yeah. Why would he go with such a weird last name? <laughs> it's his real fucking last name. Oh, is it really? I yeah. It was, oh, Robert Francis. I thought his name no, was Robert, Robert Francis, Francis Goldthwait. Oh, okay, I was about Goldthwait? to say. Yeah, I definitely go with Bobcat. Yeah, but then like also, why Bobcat? <laughs> Out of all the animals, also a weird animal. <laughs> Weird last name to pick for sure. <laughs> but, uh, uh, how do you say Bob Goldwait? Goldwait. Goldwait. Do it, do it. Goldwait. Man. Do you know who I am? I am Bob Goldwait. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I know the next time a telemarketer calls me, I know what I'm saying. <laughs> go, go for Bobcat. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, God. That was funny. I was ego surfing. <laughs> Your impersonation. Oh, there you go. How to pronounce. Pronounce wiki.com. Yeah, Motherfucking Bobcat Goldthwait. Wow. Yeah. They've got how to, how to pronounce in Spanish, Chinese, Danish, Dutch. English, Australian English. They don't have American. Hmm. Oh no, there we go. Nope, 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 nope. India. No. 
does it sound like this when you pronounce it? Oh, yeah, Goldthwait. Goldthwait. Thwait. My Bobcat Goldthwait. Thwait. It's a weird, that's a weird name to say. It doesn't feel good in the mouth. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the mouth feels... Bobcats. <laughs> less, less than desirable. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I think this one's corked. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one's thwaited. <laughs> <laughs> Thoroughly thwaited. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right, so... Uh-huh. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. No, I was born ready. Mike? Uh-huh. Are you ready? <laughs> I couldn't get it. Ooh, big hot, hot girls. <laughs> no, not today, not today. All right, you ready for mine? Huh? Ready for mine? Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. Do you know who John McAfee is? The Have you owned a computer? You've owned, I, you look like you've owned a computer. You look like a pretty smart guy. Sure. Pretty hip guy. Owned a couple yeah, computers. I've pl- plugged one in. Yeah. You ever Boys. seen a little thing that says McAfee Security Suite? Yeah, that shit pisses me off. Right? Right? So this is the story of the founder of McAfee Security Solutions. Or Am I going to want to uninstall? No. Uh, but, yeah. This guy, I don't, I don't know how you feel. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll talk about it at the end of, the, at the end of this podcast. Okay. Okay? Okay. So a little, little background on the guy. Going to kind of run through some, some points in his life. Gonna take you from the then to the now, okay, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a take a jog. Alrighty, so John McAfee was born in the UK, mid 1940s. His parents uh, moved to Roanoke, Virginia, mm. when he was a little kid. His uh, it didn't have the easiest childhood. His dad was a road surveyor and quite the alcoholic. Mm. When McAfee was 15 years old, his dad committed suicide. Oh, and that has stuck with him. For, for, and he, in interviews, he says it's like he, every day he thinks about it. Um, he went to Roanoke College in Virginia, where he also took up the uh, Olympic drinking sport. Huh. Um, I didn't know that was a... It's, it's in Roanoke, Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's not a worldwide... No, no, no. It's yeah. pretty It's pretty not localized. a beer fest thing going on. Ooh, no. You're drinking your Schmierdorf Isis <laughs> and your Zimas? Das Boot. Okay. Um so he already, when he was in college, he, he already had that entrepreneurial kick. He started his first business selling magazines door to door, which apparently in college made him a small fortune. Um, what kind of mag, like nudie mags? I don't think nudie mags. No, this is. Well, that's the only way I, I could see you making a fortune off magazines. I mean, maybe, but this is the 60s. And like, you know, uh, magazine distribution probably was not as clean as it is now. And you probably be like, oh, you have magazines. I have a distribution network that I've been putting together. And your distribution network is just dudes going door to door selling shit. Okay. You know, which right. which might have been, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know about magazine distribution in the 1960s. We'll look into it. Maybe we'll do a cast on it later. I don't know. Probably not. So he began working at a company that um, coded punch card systems in the late 60s. It taught him. So that was like his first foray into computing. Mm-hmm. Um, God, imagine, imagine that. Oh yeah, okay. I mean that's what they were like. Yeah, that was the IBM Nazi shit, if you recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he landed a job at the Missouri Pacific Railroad, where he helped the company use the newfangled IBM computer oh. to help uh, calibrate and keep on time with the train schedules. So while he was working at the Missouri Pacific Railroad, he began to dabble with drugs. 
Ooh. So apparently he had many days where he would go tripping on LSD, going to work. All was good, you know? Little LSD here, little I, LSD I hear that it's I am 60s, my bro. most productive when I'm tripping on LSD. Hey, people, some people are. Okay. okay. So one day he was sold a bag of uh, DMT. So apparently, according to him, he snorted a line of the drug. When, you know, snorted it. <clears throat> yeah. Didn't feel anything. So, like the smart guy that he is, you you double up that line, you hit it again. Oh, yeah, no, he, designed, he did the whole bag. Okay. Yeah. Cool. cool so cool, apparently cool. hell broke loose, fucking freaked out. There was like shit c- coming at him and people trying to attack him and people were turning into monsters and stuff. And so he ended up like running outside and hiding behind a trash can and never going to work again. <laughs> he just like never showed back up to work. It's like, uh, what was that? Tom Kearney's friend who like uh, they went to that like USC game. Mm-hmm. And I think I think did acid like before the game and was like freaking out. So they left him in the car, and they came back after the game. No, Um, -hmm. and like I, the car was all torn apart. There was like jizz (laughs) on the inside of the car, and he got arrested like a couple blocks (laughs) away, completely naked, running down the street. (laughs) But luckily, I got away from those monsters. I had to feed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yep. But yeah, more or less. Okay. So like during the freak out, yeah, like he like people were talking, couldn't understand what they were saying. The computer was spitting out train schedules to the moon in his mind. Uh how'd that work out? I don't know. But uh still waiting. <laughs> yeah. So apparently he still believes that he may be still on that ass that that DMT trip. Hmm. And just his re- his regular life is just he's waiting to snap out of it, and he's still on that trip. He said that in in interviews. Well, so moving on. Okay, he moved to Silicon Valley in the nineteen seventies, where he uh, had a ton of tech jobs. Like the guy is fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was at NASA, and while at NASA, still still railing lines and you know doing his whole yeah. crazy self thing. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, so he was uh, working at a company called Omex, and his daily routine was snorting coke at his desk and then drinking a bottle of scotch. An entire bottle of scotch. An entire bottle of scotch. And it wasn't until he realized that he felt alone and scared that he finally decided to reach out and quit in 1983. That's a, that's a good amount of time. From the, from the early 70s to 1983. Yeah. Abusing drugs, eat alcohol. Mm. Yep. Yes, see. So in the 1980s, uh, McAfee worked at a company called Lockheed. Oh. Mm-hmm. Heard of that one. Uh, and at the time, the computers were, were still pretty new. And so mm-hmm. in uh, 1986, the first computer virus hit PCs. Oh. And he, like, in the... Uh, uh, PCs at Lockheed were hit, and so he decided to like I mean, like nope, but figure out how to fight back. And so he started writing programs to combat these viruses that people really? were writing. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, so he decided to make his own company, McAfee Associates, is what he named it, mm-hmm. out of his house. It was like it was all in his garage and everything. Um, by the end ni- end of the 1980s, so 86 was the first computer virus. By the end of the 80s. They were making five million dollars a year, and like almost oh. everybody was was using McAfee because he was 
It was they a pioneer. Only, yeah, the only one. Yeah. Damn. So um, there was Michelangelo was a huge virus in the early 90s <laughs> that hit, that was like crazy widespread. And yeah. that drove, that was in 1992, and it drove the popularity of antivirus software up immensely um, because it was one of the worst worst computer viruses at the time. Um, and a lot of people at the time, even, you know, then early on were like, Oh, that's an add on. You have to buy it because it didn't come with anything. You know, yeah. it was something that you purchased after the fact. So not as many people bought into it, but thanks to that virus, people were like, there was a mass hysteria going on. So they all went out and bought McAfee. So the, I mean, their, their, their income just fucking skyrocketed. Yeah. Um, when you said that, all I could think about was the, uh, the virus. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. That was, that was, that's what that was based ro, on. Ro. Was that really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, the funny thing is, uh, is that that was, that skyrocketed because McAfee came out and said that it was the worst virus and that it was going to have millions and millions of computers under its control and this and that and this and that nice. only about only like a couple like 10 20 thousand of computers were actually infected with it mm-hmm. but it fucking dude inside blew fear them man a hundred percent yeah that's what you make your money on that's right so um in 19 so that was in 1992 they okay. just they went they turned multi-million dollar business like almost overnight due to that virus and their kind of leveraging of the virus so he uh in 1994, two years later, he designed. He decides to resign from McAfee. He's like, "Now nah, I got better shit to do. No big deal." And then two years after, after he left the company, he sold his shares after they went public, mm-hmm. and he netted about a hundred million dollars. Oh, it's not. I mean, not, and you know, it's not that much in money. the tech world. Yeah, it's not that much money. Not a lot of money. I mean, 1994. All right. Right, doing it, doing it, doing oh, it. Oh God, damn you and your, you and your damn calculations. You better be able to do it fucking quick, man. Every time, you know when I'm talking about things, I want you to have that calculator. I want you to have it up quick, quick, quick. Well, I don't use it all the time. But okay, so we were hundred million dollars, nineteen ninety four. All right, actually, it's really not that much more. Not that much different. No, one hundred and seventy one. Okay, so yeah, only seventy million dollars. Okay, so one hundred seventy million dollars nowadays money. All right. So following this, he uh, he kept he kept a low profile. He would like go and do lectures. He would take he take on a couple new pro like projects. He 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 did start at that time a couple like social network projects okay. that obviously never really like yeah. took off. But just to go and like go to show, the guy was a smart pioneer. Yeah, knew what he was doing, you know, was smart enough to think about that. Um, and actually, the company. It was called Tribal Voice, and they they actually invented one of the first like instant messaging platforms. Interesting. Uh, um, so, fast forward qu- quite a bit into 2008 during the economic collapse. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I forget who it was. I think the New York Times estimated his fortune going from still the hundred million to four million dollars. Go. Yeah. Go. Yeah, because he was, I mean, he was heavily invested in companies and things yeah. like that. They were all p- kind of transient 
technology based, you know, things that like when, when the rubber meets the road and there's not fucking free money floating around, people need to pull their shit out. It's like, Oh, cool. never mind. We're done. Uh, your money's gone. Thanks for everything. Bye. Jesus. That's what always like gets me about investing in the stock market is that Mm -hmm. the money's not real. Like it's real, but it's not real. Yeah. Because it can just go away so quickly. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And the funny thing is, is it the S and P five hundred? I think the S and P five hundred will always maintain a good light because the S and P five hundred, it's five hundred companies, right? Mm-hmm. Those five hundred companies, dude, they're traded in and out. Yeah. Of that exchange, or of that collection index. You know, index. Mm-hmm. So, if your company doesn't do like, you get booted out, and in a more favorable one puts it gets put in. Yeah. So it's like, it's such a, it's like, okay, well, no, no. You start with the fucking 500, see what they're actually at. Like, I'd be curious to see what the original 500, you know. Oh, they're long gone. Well, I'm, I'm sure a ton of them yeah. are long gone or have been merged with ones that are still in the S P 500. But yeah, but moving on. Um, so uh, during around this time, McAfee, and I have no idea if it is, if it has anything to do with the fact that he just lost a huge part of his, his wealth but he decides to sell all his land in the States and move to Belize. So in Belize, yeah, he has this I'm, whole... I'm, I'm hearing this crazy train coming through. No, 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 no. No? Have you looked him up? Nope. Uh, Google John McAfee. Just get it. So you can have a picture in your head and listeners, if you want to do the same, please. Okay. So he's, in the pictures that you'll see, he's about 67 years old. Um, so he... He his whole idea is that he's going to get into the world of antibiotics. He's going to use the the sweet jungle plants to create antibiotics, which I'm all for. Um, so he partnered with this guy and bought like a lab in the middle of the jungle and bought. You still looking at pictures of John McAfee? Yeah, there's a lot Just of stop. Real Just stop. Weird no, no, stuff. stop. Stop. Okay. Yeah. I don't want you. To, I don't want to give away the ending. Okay. <laughs> um. So they start this, he partners up with this one guy and they try to go and, and, and build these, build these, these antibiotics. Mm-hmm. While that's happening, he buys another house on, um, like a peninsula of Belize where shit just gets weird. Yeah. So it always gets weird in Belize. He, he apparently, and it's funny because like there's some things that skip over big chunks of his life and some things that include them, but the the kind of feeling that I got was that he started going into this bar. Like so, this this one thing says he he frequented a saloon known as Lover's Bar, and he'd be there every day going in and out, and he sl- like got obsessed with watching people because he just got more and more and more paranoid and so like he was the guy in the corner wearing the same clothes for like weeks sitting there at the bar watching people and just being a fucking total weirdo that is some weird shit somehow that turned into he had like six live-in girlfriends in yeah. his in his beach condo which is like, it was just like it was like this like just the house on the beach in Belize. I think the youngest one was like fifteen or sixteen, 
at, when he's like 60. Yeah. All late right. 50s. Cool, cool, cool. cool, um, cool. And he hires bodyguards and ex-police and all this and literally just and fucking like dogs and trains these like gnarly dogs and just becomes completely insulated. And they, and one of these things that I was, was watching, they interviewed his girlfriend who was like, yeah, like 15 when she met him. Oh yeah. She was like with John, the sex it starts in the morning and you don't stop until it's nighttime. That's the only time he's happy. It happens all day long, and that's like, and it's, I'm still like, what the fuck? And so she was like, yeah, and, and there were six of us there, and blah, blah. And then he got, so one of his living girlfriends tried to shoot him in the head while he was sleep. No, while he was sleeping, missed. Uh, he's got some, t- some uh, permanent hearing loss in one of his ears because of that. And then in another separate occasion, she tried to slit his throat, which he just uh, like backed up and was like, do it. And apparently the only shit. reason, the, the reason why all the, these girls, and apparently it wasn't only this crazy one, but multiple of his girlfriends tried to kill him. Just jealous. Jealousy. Of course. You got six women in a household. Man. Half of them are fucking teenagers. Man. <laughs> you know, it's like sophomore year high school. Dog, you got your own like drug lab making making cool jungle drugs. <laughs> jungle <laughs> drugs and 15-year-olds. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then straight up like, and he's and then he's just got these like random armed dudes that are guarding him. It's just, it's the it's literally, man, the weirdest fucking thing. That sounds like a really bad porno. It does. I think his his life is a really bad porno. <laughs> Next on Skinamax. (laughs) (laughs) McAfee virus scan. (laughs) (laughs) But straight up, this guy, Uh, like, he just lived this, like, like, pimp drug dealer, but he wasn't a drug dealer. Just weird island lifestyle with his, like, child mistresses. Sex slaves. (laughs) You say potato, I also say sex slaves. (laughs) Um... (laughs) <laughs> but, but like it's just the weirdest fucking thing so that's good fast forward like this is his life he's he's just got these the dudes some, with the guns and the fucking barking dogs and the like, hot and cold running some people call that the dream <laughs> dude i'm hey, the people are listening are like yeah what's wrong with that that sounds absolutely fantastic <laughs> can i <laughs> can i opt in um so the funny thing He's got a neighbor who's an expat from Florida. Mm-hmm. Flir, fl- uh, it's pronounced Florida. 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 Yes, uh, his name's Gregory Fall, I think his name is. Um, he has to walk past the compound from his house. He's mm-hmm. like he's like a couple. He's like four doors down from McAfee. Yeah. He has to walk past his house to get to this bar that he goes to. But issue. He's tired of hearing all the banging. Fuck yeah. Every time he walks past, it's like naked chicks, dudes with guns, barking dogs, you know, John's sitting there with his fucking dick out. Just weird stuff going on. And so he like, you know, like has had words with him apparently, called the cops on him, called the magistrate, you know, whoever whoever you call him, Belize. And like nothing happened. And he was like, yo, and he just, he apparently told a couple people like, I'm going to fucking poison them goddamn barking dogs. 
So one day, a couple dogs got sick. No, jeez. And a couple dogs died. All right. One mm-hmm. of, okay. And then uh, the next day, guy got sent a fruit basket. Uh, no, just kidding. No, he's found shot to death. Uh, oh. With one bullet hole in his head, execution style, in his house. Who, the day who? after. Oh, the, the, the neighbor. neighbor. Yeah. Uh, the okay, day okay. after the okay. dogs got poisoned, he was found shot to, shot to death in his in his house. So he didn't get a fruit basket. He did not get a fruit basket. No. Okay. Unless fruit basket has a different definition in the in Belize. It may. Belizean. It may. Belizean. Um so immediately John McAfee was a person of interest. There's a lot of weird things going around. Like he said that he dug a hole and he put it, he put himself in a hole and then put a box over his head while the police were searching his compound. There's a lot of weirdness. He he ran like the day after it happened. Yeah, I went, would. Went to Guatemala with the team from Vice because Vice was down and they were like wanted to do an interview. Okay. And so they went to Guatemala. Vice uploaded a photo that was geotagged. With their location, mm-hmm. so the Guatemalan government came in and were like, "Yo, fucking picked him up, hemmed him up, sent him back to the Sweet. states." Oh, yeah, because um, he was there probably. I don't know. He's wanted for tax evasion or something probably. We um, can't. <laughs> he hasn't paid taxes in nine years, by the way. The past nine years, just for good measure. Well, you're in Belize banging fifteen-year-olds. I wouldn't pay taxes either. Hey man, I didn't get the mail. Where did you send it? Do you have my forwarding address? Oh, is it you don't. Clearly written. Obviously you know how mail. Belizean mail service is. I don't think Not that's how finest. you pronounce that. I think it is. Okay. Belizean. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful way to say that. It's Moving on. Great way to say that. Um, I just completely went off script there. Um, beep, 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 beep. So, you uh, feel like being like... Huh? And just don't use a script. Just make up most of your facts. It's true. Maybe even make up a story or two. It's good. Not saying I've done that because I have. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> just, just go with it. But uh, oh, so when he when he was when he got arrested in Guatemala, he faked a heart attack. <laughs> I think that's why they ended up sending him back to the states. Um, but they like they have video of of him getting arrested. And it's him and he's being walked out on a stretcher and stuff because he faked a heart attack. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. What are they going to say? They're going to say, what, you fake it? So during this time, he comes back to the States. Okay. He goes to Florida um, where he goes to a bar in South Beach. I'm putting down the script. But goes to a bar in South Beach. And As you do after a heart attack. Indeed. Because, I mean, come on. Uh, he's sitting there and a woman who's like, she's either 20 or 30 years, his junior comes walking in uh and he goes you have the greatest ass i've ever seen i need to know more about you that's a hell of a pickup line right a little bit more about her uh she's a prostitute oh okay prostitute and uh, erotic dancer hmm? they end up getting married 2013 oh really mm-hmm. that's you know what that's a lovely story yep i don't have her name here because they didn't whoever wrote this did mm-hmm. not but uh that so, you know what mike mm-hmm. yep good for him you know really yeah. just helping a working girl out well i mean you're rescuing her from selling her body 
Well, it's good to know the exchange rate. In Belize, you got six. When you go, yeah. to, when you go to South Beach, that only translates into un. one. One. Yeah. But, so, apparently they're, they are happily married. They drive up to Portland, live in a one-bedroom apartment uh, at the top uh, street facing, uh, I was going to say suite, but no, it's an apartment, apartment, uh, house. And he, he still has bodyguards. And like they had, they had, there was a guy that came and, and did an interview from like the BBC and they're like, they have this guy and they're interviewing the bodyguard quote unquote. And he's like, this, this dude, big oversized white T-shirt with a fucking Ruger Mini 14, with the, like the aftermarket side folding shitty stock for it, and yeah. be like, "Is a Ruger Mini 14?" And then he pulls out like a fucking Keltec PF9 or something out of his pocket, and he's like, "This little noisy cricket, you know, for up close work." And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I'm sure the people that are watching this in the UK, like. We are like taken aback and like, oh wow, yeah, that guy's got some serious security. For me, it, dude, it was it's so shitty. Like it looks like he just hired some dudes off the street. And we're like, oh, what kind of guns you got got at home? Oh yeah, no, bring those, bring those, and, and yeah, say we'll you take those. and say you you uh you uh guard my body, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and this, yeah, and then McAfee's over in the corner. He's like, yeah, that guy's ex cop, and uh, that guy's ex military, and I keep around. But apparently, I mean, he just he sits and he lives up in Oregon now super paranoid consistently more just more and more falling into this crazy paranoia awesome um he has in 2000 it was 2013 he uploaded his most famous video to youtube which is called how to uninstall mcafee and it's him like green screen behind this like you know fine library and it's like hello i'm john mcafee in the like in this, I've gotten a lot of emails from people from all across the country asking how to uninstall McAfee. And he goes and like reads some like, "You fucking cocksucker! I hope you get rot dick and die, you son of a bitch." Blah blah blah. Oh, that's great. And then it do and then it just like devolves into like him do like doing coke and all these chicks come in. He's sitting there grabbing guns and he's shooting things and like. It's just him, like, just trying to tear down McAfee because he hates what they did with his name. But he saw I me mean, gave up everything, so they've got free reign. Yeah. So he just, like, does everything he can to just take a shit on that company. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So that's, that's, like, him. that's like, what he does now. That's, that's, uh, that's the life of John McAfee. And I, I completely glossed over the fact that he's, like, been crazy into cryptocurrency and this and that. He said that, that uh, Bitcoin would be at, like, two million dollars by 2020 or something like that and if he was wrong that he'd chop his own dick off so john i'm listening to you i'm gonna need that fedex dog i'm gonna need that dick because <laughs> <laughs> bitcoin's at like i don't know fucking like under 10 grand or something whatever it is right now i don't even need to shopping that knife mike <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's uh coming, that's i'm coming for your dick john that's <laughs> coming for your dick john <laughs> But yeah, no, that's the uh, that's, that's some crazy ass shit. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you didn't what a fucking lunatic! <laughs> yeah, kind of a crazy dude. And yeah. I do that strip. I thought that was gonna be like fifteen minutes, but it was double that. Oh, were you ready for a three minute story? <laughs> <laughs> ready for three minutes in heaven, baby? Uh, One minute in heaven, well, two minutes of crying. What's that? Nothing. I don't know. 
Oh, that's good shit. So give it to him, man. What a crazy, crazy guy. Okay. I mean, um, you, you don't, you don't want to. Nah, we can banter, man. Oh no, no. So yeah. So I mean, <laughs> good guy, bad guy. Good guy, bad guy. Did he kill his neighbor? Did well, his security had, team kill his neighbor? You know what? Most, fun fact: most likely. the girl that uh, tried to shoot him in the head and slit his throat, mm-hmm. one of those dogs got poisoned. Was her dog? How we feeling now? Oh, yeah, that was some that was some crazy Latina shit. She oh, dude, there, fucking shot in his face. You have to see this interview because like it good? something's wrong with her. I think like what do you mean <sighs> by wrong? As in, like, retard? You, you, nah, you just gotta watch it. Or is she, like, the crazies? I, I don't... I, honestly, man, I don't know. Like, sh- like, sh- no emo- emotion whatsoever. And, like, doesn't <laughs> even seem to know that she's being interviewed. I don't know. It's really, it's really weird. Like, I... Oh, I'm sorry, all those people listening, but if you can, there's, there's like, a 25-minute thing. It's called, like, The Life of John McAfee. And it's, it's from, I think it's from the BBC or some UK news channel. Watch it and watch her interview. Cause she's like, they're like, so you, you try, you try to shoot him in the head. And she was like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, why'd you do that? And she's like, I guess I was jealous. I was jealous. And they're just like, okay. <laughs> And then, like he said, you did it a second time. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to slit his throat, but I, but then I didn't. And just like, what the fuck? And then, and then she was like, they're like, people will think that you uh, killed the neighbor. Is that? Do you know that? And she was like, yeah, and I, I know that. And she's like, how do you feel about that? <laughs> she's like, well, I didn't do it. <laughs> and they're, they're like well you did flee the country the day after as well and she was like well because john said they were going to question me and he didn't want them to question me so he gave me money and i left and then i went to guatemala and hung out there for a while <laughs> and I was like, cool and, and they were like so have you never talked to the police and they're like oh they want to talk to me <laughs> it's super weird it's, it's like it's <laughs> she's a fucking she's a fucking psychopath for sure 100% uh, she killed him she killed him you think so yeah oh yeah good old John John <laughs> listen to the woman John just don't get shot in the head <laughs> alright I'll slit your throat <laughs> coming for you coming for you John alright <clears throat> Mike mm-hmm. do you like uh, Civil War stuff civil war stories uh that's really gotta depend the depends it depends i am not crazy it it really depends honestly i mean the older you get with the wars and things the less i care i'm gonna be completely (laughs) honest about it but the the civil is a lot of fucked up things going on are you stories for me or just stories or stories in general in general yeah like ancient like ancient Kind of wars and everything. Yeah. I've got no interest in. Why not? I don't know. Just really has never, never piqued my interest. But like Civil War, dude, cool hats, cool shoes, like the venue, you know, close. Yeah. That okay. was, that's good. Okay. But I don't know. It really depends. So come on. I don't know. All right. You let me, I'll so let we you get the, know. We, we, 
Uh, it's an obvious uh-huh. fact. Fact. Right? Yes. Gen- general knowledge. Uh-huh. General knowledge. General knowledge. Uh, the Good fact man. that the uh, Confederates are the bad guys, right? Is that kind of what we're overall consensus? I mean, More or less? I mean, I kind of think so. Okay. What yeah. if I t- what if I told you a good story about the Confederates? What were they warring on? Drugs? Uh, no, they w- they want to keep them slaves. Okay. Yeah. I revert yeah. back to my previous thought, but yes, <laughs> continue with a good Confederate story. Uh, well, now I kind of don't want to tell you. A good oh, Confederate I know. Story. I want to hear it. You want to hear? Hear it? Fuck yeah. Well, okay, Mike, because you gotta. <clears throat> most of these people, you know, back then it was okay. You yeah. know, people owned people. Uh-huh. People today still own people. True. You know, people don't think it's a bad thing. Plenty <laughs> of people. <laughs> Not saying I personally. People. <laughs> people who own people. <laughs> Go on. Not saying that, you know, I personally believe that people should be enslaved to somebody else. Yes. You know? I uh, don't either. No. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they were they were just regular people. Regular Joes doing yeah. what they thought was right. Yeah, I get yes. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So don't be so goddamn, I'm not, I'm, goddamn I'm, judgy. I'm going to okay. keep that for the end. Keep that for the end. All right, Mike? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, in February of 1863, okay. uh, a large amount of Confederate soldiers mm-hmm. found themselves stuck in a back-to-back snowstorm. Okay. Okay. So these poor young fighting gentlemen Mm -hmm. maybe not so gentle got stuck in a a pretty pretty severe blizzard and pretty much were snowed in Mm -hmm. uh for i think it was what they say five days so it's like a storm hit and then immediately after another one hit Mm -hmm. and so these poor guys and and two you gotta think about back then mike Mm -hmm. they didn't have fancy warming technology no they did not no, so these poor assholes, tense. Yeah. I just imagine, like, imagine the living situations in the Civil War. Just how horrific and stinky <laughs> and just fucking disgusting yeah. shit must have been. Well, I mean, I'm, I'd am i go out on a limb and say, like, life in general. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, people, for sure. Just people were, especially, just, like, of lower social classes. Oh, yeah. Just this is stinky time. No, yeah, just disgusting. Just, like uh, when's the well, last time you did anything with your fucking mouth, like your oral hygiene? What's the last? What's the last thing you did? Well, I chewed some tobacco there, yep. uh, a <laughs> little bit, uh, of, and then a little I, bit of that triple X. Yep, and uh, right there puff, in the puffed out my pipe. <laughs> yeah, you know, but does that do anything for my breath? Dude, could you, well, I, I got like six teeth, kind of. That's the one thing in history that like no one really touches on is like the, how disgusting people were. Oh God, yeah, and just what. They, what could, sex had to be like oh god what courting a woman but like both of you just just like stank like yeah. ass yeah just disgusting nasty ass breath but i guess like if that but everybody had know, it like i think everybody had it but i can see that like it's okay like racism like well you know there was a lot of racism and it was normal how fucking stank breath like how normal can you get well, because Mike, you've like, you've met people that you can't physically have a conversation with, right? Fact, yes, true. Okay, imagine true. if everybody was like that. Would it? Well, it's it would still. They also you, though, I well, think, and that's the thing. People use things to mask that kind of stuff. 
<laughs> I don't know how much you can mask of a <laughs> dead tooth sitting in your face. <laughs> right? <but> like, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I was sad about that because that, that's something that like, you know, with, oh, yeah. with the things that I've seen and things that I've done, you know, the, things don't really get to me like smells and stuff like that. But yeah. I'll tell you what, somebody with bad breath, like I'd rather smell like other horrible things. Yeah. Like I'd rather smell diarrhea than somebody with bad breath. But you gotta like, but in this time, people had both of those things. <laughs> well, yeah, because too, everybody yeah, was running <laughs> around with like dysentery. Fucking, yeah, it was like Oregon Trail, bro. <laughs> Fucking dysentery, bad breath. There was meat spoiling because you shot too much of it. Just bad smells all around. Uh, well, you know, the, I'll tell you, Afghanistan. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty ripe. Ripe country. Yeah. A lot of ripe people. A lot of ripe people. A lot of ripe things. Well, they, I think they they do a fair amount of, eh, maybe. Oh, I don't know. It was, it was disgusting anyway. It just, the whole place just smelled like shit. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And, but I think that's like, because that's what happens when you don't have, you don't have sewer systems. Yeah. You know, like personal hygiene is, is there's not like a standardized personal hygiene. Well, yeah, or there yeah. is, it's just a lower standard. It, that but that's like that's what it had to be. Standards is standard, Mike. And you gotta like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But go on, go okay. on. I'm sorry. So we'll yeah, 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 we'll. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, mm-hmm. but you know what? that was good. That was good. That was good back and forth. Just uh, disgusting how people are over, over the time. Yeah. You think about like people talk about beauty, like oh, yeah. medieval times, describing beauty, and it's like, oh god. She probably had just disgusting uh, teeth and just yeah, <laughs> everything was everything. disgusting. You probably smell her, but yeah, you could, I could smell her across the room. <laughs> it's, like, it's like she washed her vagina with a dirtier vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's uh, gross. Uh, yep. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. So just thinking about the living conditions, mm-hmm. uh, horrific. And then <laughs> imagine, you know, freezing your ass off. And two, you know, these guys were in in battle, right? Uh-huh. So they were obviously, you know, there's obviously guys maimed Bleeding and, and, yeah, and yeah. All, all kinds of grossness. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is over in northern Virginia. So, Matt, yeah, it's just yeah. freezing, cold. freezing cold. Mm-hmm. So after five days of snow, um, I guess the temperatures kind of increased and they were able to bury themselves out. I want to say it was... It's a couple of feet of snow. Yeah. You dig yeah. themselves out? Well, you know. They bury themselves out. Did I say bury themselves out? Yeah. No. Okay, dig themselves out. They were buried in snow. They had to dig themselves out. Okay, for sure. Yeah, man, I suck at life. To say they were able to dig themselves out. They were able, yeah, they were able to move underneath the amount of snow that had collected in the five days of storm. <laughs> My word Project speech. <laughs> <laughs> Vertical, not horizontal. <laughs> Man, uh. I should read better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these guys, mm-hmm. obviously, war-torn, just freezing their huevos rancheros off. Let's see. What do you do, Mike? I would build a fire. You would, build, would you build a fire? Yeah, to have like the one that matches the fire in my loins on account of that gonorrhea yeah it's probably lots of vd which also co-mingles with the syphilis that's Mm. swirling around yeah i'm sure there's i'm sure there's a a good amount of syphilis and and craziness caused by syphilis oh yeah yeah 
Bruh. Bruh. Back in the day. Yeah. Stick your dick in all kinds of crazy. <laughs> What'd you <laughs> get? You know what life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> Never know what VD you're going to get. That's true. That's true. Uh, so wait, so I don't know. I, w- I personally would attempt to build a fire. No, Mike. What did they do? You have a Gun motherfucking... Powder. No, Mike. No. You have a motherfucking snowball fight. Oh. With 10,000 guys. I, <laughs> bro, if... I, okay. I'll tell you how this will work if I'm the motherfucker that gets hit by the first snowball. I'll be like, hey, shitbag. We've been sitting here for fucking six days. It's snowing. I don't want any of that. Were they? They, were, they had a little bit more levity than me. Who's sitting Probably. here like the the heat's on? Well, no, sitting my, here in the heat's on. I know. It is, if it somebody hit me with a snowball right now, I'd say the same fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you fucking shitbag. No, Mike. These guys, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're young young gentlemen, mm-hmm. just trying to raise their spirits. Okay. Okay. So what do they? So they start a snowball fight. Okay. Wouldn't you want to have fun throwing snowballs around after being buried for five days? No, I'd want to fucking fire and itch my itch, itch my crotch. <laughs> do all things that American men do. Well, you probably don't have fingers anymore because oh, just these beautiful gang- gangrenous these, these and sweet nubs. Sweet nubs. Yeah. You know how hard it is to make a snowball with sweet nubs? Hashtag sweet nubs. That's. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever had a chocolate company, it'd be called sweet nubs. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh. So apparently, prior to this, uh, the <clears throat> getting snowed in snowball fight, <laughs> the uh, they had gone through some type of like restructuring, and they went through like some like larger scale unit training. Uh-huh. So I guess they had formed quite a rivalry oh. within the Confederate units. That was like a civil, civil, civil. It was civil war. It was a civil war during the Civil War. Maybe, man. Yes, but uh, yeah. So Expansions. more or less, they they kind of just got into a very very big fight because they had this big rivalry going on. So they were using their their military tactics to no, they're honing their skills, honing their skills. It was fucking war games. It was goddamn war games. Matthew Broderick. Yes, with the occasional dance battle. I'm just kidding. There weren't any dance battles. Um, but yeah. So they like they they straight up like they're. Uh, their leadership like had them go out and do like real life scenario battles, but instead of shooting guns, they were throwing snowballs. It's not a bad idea. And that's not a bad idea at all. It's a good way to practice. You know, it's a w- good way to get back. It's good, a good way to stay in shape, you know? Yeah. Great, great way to stay in shape. And uh, let's see. Yeah, they ran assaults. They ran raids on each other. All these guys all buried in snow. That was pretty cool, you know. And then, and then yeah. uh, North just comes in and fucking cleans house. Well, you know, if you're so if you're busy, co- how them cold around. hands, bitches. That's that's, that's going to be the issue, Mike. Mm-hmm. You can't fight a war with froze hands. That's true. And then honestly, mm-hmm. you know how that is. Like it takes a day or two to 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 warm up. Yeah, when you're chilled to the bone. Well, they had, Mike, they they kind of separated themselves into states. Mm-hmm. So you had the, the Georgians. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. And then you also had the uh, the North Carolinans. Mm. Yep. Our yeah. people. Yeah. So they, they kind of fought it out for a couple of days. 
you know, kind of just raise the spirits of an overall shitty war. Yeah. I'm sure not a lot of those guys uh, supported. Um, but yeah, it was kind of a kind of a cool thing, you know, guys in, during the middle of the war kind of stopped to take some time to throw snowballs at each other. Yeah. I've never heard that story. And you know what, Mike? Mm. The worst injuries? Mm. Instead of people losing legs and eyes and arms, mm-hmm. scrapes and bruises. Scrapes and bruises. You walk away Lots from a war. 10,000 man war scrapes and bruises snowball fight bitches <laughs> pretty cool I thought that was kind of uh, you know kind of an interesting yeah, off topic kind of story for sure snowball fights a little light hearted yeah. yeah you know because we go through some uh, go through some, some dark dark times some dark times Mike dark conversations Gleaming Spires Gleaming Spires was fantastic it's literally probably one of the you know what's, it's probably one of the most referenced thing between the both of us that no one and has any no idea one about. has yeah. idea what the fuck we're talking about and it's my fault it's okay <clears throat> that's all right mike it's okay um i'm glad you're done with the story because i need to say your feet smell i know dude i terrible. don't know you know what? that you say you know that but you're mike but they're up on the mike, fucking table i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something yeah confidence hopefully this doesn't make yeah, its way just in. between you and me <laughs> yeah you and me and uh nuts cuts and tiger meat <laughs> Uh, I use Mike. Yeah, I use Odor Eater's powder and Arm and Hammer foot spray. And it's <laughs> so you use both of those things. Yes, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> maybe Arm and Hammer's like not miles. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that beats up Odor Eaters. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. So like. this segment is brought to you by <laughs> neither of these because <laughs> neither of them work. <laughs> both fucking garbage. Uh. Yeah, no, I got the, I got problems. I got real life problems, Mike. That was impressive. What was my story like three minutes long? No, no, dude, we're at fifty-two minutes. I could have sworn I started this, and I was like, no, thirty something. Hmm. Bro, every time, same thing last time. It was like, oh no, it was that five minutes. I'm like, no, dude, it was like fucking fifteen or twenty minutes. We spent most of that time talking about uh, (laughs) discussing (laughs) people. Yeah, I just thought uh, maybe I'd bring in, you know, a little bit more of a light-hearted story. Yeah, nobody the, died the in darkness. that story. Nobody died. Not a single... People died, a lot of people died before Jason. that. A lot of people died after that. But you know what? Nobody died during that, Mike. That's true. Horning and skills. Hooning. Snowballs. It's funny. I actually just watched the uh, Office snowball fight episode. I watched it last night. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Where What's Jim it? and Dwight have a have a snowball kind of like battle going on throughout mm-hmm. the whole entire episode. Yeah. I love their their banter. The, oh, they're the, fucking fantastic! Oh, it's so good. That's really, I think that's the only time in the whole show that Dwight bests Jim. Really? Oh yeah. I just watched the uh, um, the fight between Michael and Dwight, where they do karate. Because Dwight gets his purple belt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Uh, Michael wins, right? Michael does win. Yeah. And lets everybody know that he wins. Yeah, it's right. That's right. All right. Well, this isn't the fucking office podcast, so it's we not. should probably wrap this up, Mister Stinky Feet. God, they do. Well, hey guys, what is, what is going on? Mike, I don't know. In my life where I've just I don't you know. know I, but you when I was it the fuck when out. I was a young child, I told myself I don't want to be the old man with stinky feet. And you know what I've become? The middle-aged man with stinky feet. 
on my way. <laughs> Not there yet, bitches. <laughs> Hearts and minds. <laughs> Mike out. <laughs> uh, Dude, I'm ending it right motherfucking there, dog.